0: Hello everybody, my name is Peter Adigan, and I'll be doing the devotion today. I'll be reading from Matthew chapter 1 verse 18 to 25 from the ESV Bible. The birth of Jesus Christ. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph... for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken to the prophet, saying, Behold the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Jesus woke from oh I'm sorry, when Joseph woke from his sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to his son and he called his name Jesus. I'm currently reading through the Philippians book titled, The Jesus I Never Knew. And I've been so captured uh, by just his fresh perspective around the birth of Jesus, which I would like to share with you today. Um, The scripture I've just read will be familiar to many of us, but I would like us to try and put ourselves in Mary and Joseph's position Imagine you were Joseph um, and your wife has told, just told you that she's pregnant but promises that she's a virgin and that this is God's child because an angel told her it was. Then while you are thinking about divorcing her, you are visited by an angel as well to convince you otherwise. Uh, what exactly would be your thought process? What would be going through your mind? Would you, for example, be quite um, wary of what your family and friends would think of you? What your coworkers, mentors, bosses, subordinates would think? And if I've been honest, you'd probably be quite worried that maybe when other people hear this, they would they would laugh at you, or, or they would gossip behind your back, and call you a simp, which is Young people speak for simpleton. it would probably be the example they give, or you would you think anyway that maybe you would be the example that they would give of what men ought not to be at the annual men's conference. On the other side, let's look at this from Mary's perspective. An angel appears to her to inform her that the Christ would be born through her even though she was already engaged be married and how would how would you get um go about explaining this inexplicable thing to your husband to be to your family to his family um you would be probably be very worried that you will be called all kinds of names that you don't deserve from liar to delusional to promiscuous to all sorts of things and some may even advise you that you need to get help of a medical professional, maybe a psychiatrist or a psychologist, because concocting this kind of tale is clearly a cry for help. Added to all this is that um, this something like this is not a nine-month event. This is not just a thing that goes away that people would forget after nine months. You'd probably be very worried that uh, people would see either of you with the child in public and nudges and whispers were sure to take place as people gossip and add their own seasoning to the story of the crazy girl who conned the simp boy into marrying her and who exactly is that child's father anyway. Also, what if one of Mary or Joseph decided that this was too much for them? that what their family or friends or community thought was too important. And these controversies couldn't have got in it anyway, because the story just doesn't sound holy. And they decided to fix the problem the best way they know how, by going their separate ways or disappearing into the background. I can tell you now that it would not have made a difference to the arrival of Jesus but it would have meant that Mary or Joseph would not have been part of Christ's lineage as we know it today. Friends, all of this is to remind us that pretty much the whole existence of Christ from pre-birth right up until his death um, was always linked with awkward and controversial people. He was always ministering to them and hanging out with them and um and why is why is that the case i think that's it's because they were the people who had space in their lives for him to move the people who were willing to endure what would have been a lifetime of being the talk of the town rather than making a quick exit plan and uh quickly dissolving the situation in closing, I would like to leave you with this thought: When things happen, whether as a result of your own action or whether it's just because life happens, do you rush to fix it in your own strength, or to try and cover it up out of fear of, uh, out of fear? or do you hold your position, knowing that you are God's beloved? And by doing that, you leave space for God to turn this situation into a salvation story. Take care and God bless.